Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Vasudha Sharma, and she is uh, Maria. Uh, we both are master students in biological systems engineering department. And uh, today our topic is representation of soil moisture using arc hydro groundwater tools, AHGW. So, okay, starting with the introduction of soil moisture, as all of us are familiar that it is the amount of water present in the soil. And it is usually described as a percentage, that how much volume of uh, water in the volume of soil. So soil moisture studies are really very important in uh, most of all the disciplines like uh, agronomy, hydrology. So it is very important for research purposes. So, so that's why we explore this field. So there are many methods and uh, instruments that are used to measure the soil moisture. Uh, some of them are neutron probe, time domain reflectometry, tensiometer, frequency domain electrical resistance blocks, and many others. So for this study, we are using the data of soil moisture that is taken from a neutron probe readings. So neutron probe is an instrument like which measures the soil moisture at various depths, say one feet, two feet, three feet, and so on. So how we came up with this idea, that what motivated us? So we thought that there is a need for 3D representation of soil moisture at various depths, because so far, most of the work on soil moisture is uh, done on 2D, like the interpolation of soil moisture on 2D surfaces or representation in 2D. But soil moisture also varies with depth. So it is important to represent it in 3D, like in vertical, depth-wise. And also there is a need for soil moisture vertical interpolation so that we can have the data of uh, the soil moisture at various depths under the ground. So considering all these points and ideas, we, the objectives of our project are to represent the soil moisture at various depths at a point in three dimensions. So we used arc hydro groundwater tool for three-dimensional representation. We also, uh, also to interpolate total soil moisture horizontally for several days over the growing season. We used uh, IDW, the inverse distance weighting interpolation method for the 2D representation and also to explore the arc scene and various tools of our arc hydro toolbox. For example, we used uh, animation function in arc scene to explore it more. So now, Gary will continue with materials and methods. Okay, so the area area that we used was located in South Central Agricultural Laboratory in Clay Center, Nebraska. This is located in Clay County. And it's basically this lab, lab focused in improving the irrigation methods. And well, here we have a satellite image of our field. We use 10 points in here. And this is um, a cornfield. And they use different uh, irrigation practices and fer fertilization practices as well. So here we can see the corn in early stages of growth. And here we can see it at more advanced. OK, so the sources that we use for the, our data was initially we took, well, there's, we took data from 10 different points using neutron probes at three different depths, at one, two, and three feet. And those were taken on a weekly basis during four months. Then we used the DEM for the study area that was downloaded on the USGS website. And we also used a satellite image of the study that was uh, the one that it's already in S3 software. 
So the GIS tools that we used were, first, we downloaded this uh, toolbox that's called ArcHydro Groundwater Subsurface Analyst. And it helped us represent the groundwater and boreholes and well, wells data as in 3D or in cross-section. And well, we use it because we wanted to represent our data points as they were boreholes. And you can download the toolbox in this collection. Uh, then for representing the total soil moisture horizontally, you, we use the inverse distance weighting um, interpolation that we're all familiar with. And finally, we use the animation function, animation function of ArcScene to record our results. Okay, so the steps we followed to build the boreholes. First, we downloaded the DEM so we can have the elevation of our location. And also we use it as a surface for our boreholes. Then we project well, and we projected it to UTM coordinate systems as well as our data points. And then we use a function that this toolbox has that creates a blank database for wells, borelines, hydrogeological units, and borelog features. And we can um, import data from our tables into those features. So we had to tweak our data to make it look like it was a borehole. In order to do that, we took the mix, uh, minimum and the maximum values of our soil moisture, and we divided them in that, this range into 10 intervals, and we named uh, all of them from 1 to 10. So the tables that we built were, first, the wells table that basically had the information about the data points. So the hydro ID was the feature identifier that it was a code that we assigned for each of the data points. The F type distinguishes between the type of well, so in our case it was a borehole. And then the X and Y coordinates, there was just the coordinates in UTM 14. Then we built this hydrogeological, hydrogeologic unit table that had the information about our, uh, our intervals that I showed you in this slide. So we had the HGU code that was from 1 to 10. And then the description was basically to say what was the interval of the soil moisture that was representing. And the HGU name is just used for the labeling. And finally, we use the borehole, borehole log table that has the information on the vertical direction along the boreholes. So the well ID just makes a reference of the hydro ID uh, of the well feature that is basically the code that we assigned for each of the data points. Then the reference elevation is just an elevation related to a datum. So for example, if we study this point, this would be a ref elevation. And we're going to measure the depth from that elevation. So the from depth would be the depth from that elevation to the top layer, and similarly, it would be from the, the two depths would be from the top layer to the reference elevation. Then we have this top elevation, it's just, is the measure of the elevation, but it's in absolute units, so it's related to our datum. So this would be our top elevation, if we relate it to this layer, and the bottom elevation would be just from this this distance, and it would be negative because it's below the datum. So then with all of these three layers, we use this function that it's create bore lines, and it will create our boreholes, and Basuda will talk about that in more detail.
Okay. Now results and discussions. So our first result is to represent the soil total soil moisture at the surface. For this, we added up the uh, soil moisture at three depths, one feet, two feet, and three feet, and uh, considered it as a total soil moisture at each point, and then interpolated by using uh, inverse distance weighting. So this is the result. And also we did it for, like our growing season is from June to September. So we took like one day from each month and uh, interpolated for each month, June, July, August, and September. So we can analyze the data of uh, the total soil moisture over the surface like how it changes with the growing period. And also, our, the field which we are taking here, there are different irrigation treatments and different nitrogen treatments are given to each point. So it also tells us the effect of these parameters on soil moisture. So our next result is the 3D representation of soil moisture or as boreholes. As Gabby told you, that uh, we used uh, Arc Hydro groundwater tool, tools for presenting our soil moisture data in terms of uh, boreholes. So this is our outcome. So this is our field with the 10 points, and each point have uh, the borehole, which represents the soil moisture uh, at uh, different depths. So we consider, like, uh, we consider three layers from 0 to 1.5 feet, from 1.5 to 2.5, and then 2.5 to 3.5 feet. And we assume that within each layer, the soil moisture remains constant. So on the basis of this assumption, we come up with the result. And each point is depicted with different colors. We call it hydro ID. Uh, and uh, also, we have 10 ranges of soil moisture, and each range is also depicted with a different color. So if we like see this point, this is depicted with yellow color, so it is 215 hydro ID. And uh, from 0 to minus 2.5 feet, it is showing the blue color, so it is in the range of 0.384 to 0.393 soil moisture. And from 2.5 to 3.5, it is in the range of 0.393 to 0.402 soil moisture. So in this way, we like uh, can analyze all the data points that what is the soil moisture is under the ground. And we did it for four months over the growing season, one day from each month. So we can analyze, we can analyze from here that uh, the variation is not uh, linear variation, it is nonlinear. Or it, it, it may be because of the different irrigation treatments and different nitrogen treatments or at each point. That's why the soil moisture is changing drastically over the growing period. So we, uh, one of the objective of our project is to uh, explore the arc scene. So yeah, it didn't work, I think, here. It is the animation. So we explored the animation uh, function of arc scene. But I think I can't show it here. So we need that add-on tool, right? Yeah, I think. It's not working, right? No, it's not working here. OK. Well, that's fine. You know, do it maybe. Show the animation next. So future work. So in this project, we only represent uh, the 3D soil moisture. We do not do any uh, like vertical interpolation. So in future, we'll try to do the vertical interpolation so that we can have uh, more data of the soil moisture under the ground, like we have for one feet and two feet so that we can have the data about of uh, between in between points also with vertical interpolation and also we'll try to create an animation which can show the variation of soil moisture with time by using a python script so these are like our future things okay.